lovebirds. This is Atan, Lindsay, Sam, and Courtney. We are four wedding professionals, each with a different area of expertise. Together, we have over 40 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of our best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our greatest successes and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to Your I Do Crew. Hey, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 21 of Your I Do Crew. Today, you're going to join us for an in-depth discussion about wedding budgets. When should you make one? Who should be involved? What should be included? How do you choose where to compromise? And we even talk about where you can find some savings. So let's dig in. Today, we are here to talk about something that I deal with in both sides of my life. Well, actually, it's all three sides of my life, in my wedding business, in my financial planning practice, and at home. And that's budgeting. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah. So, so generally speaking, and, and like I said, I can, I can attest to this from every facet of my life. When I'm working with my clients in my financial planning practice, or when I'm talking to couples as I'm meeting with them, budgets are always some of the touchiest things. You know, nobody likes doing it. It seems like nobody really enjoys it unless they're an accountant. You know, (laughs) yeah, it's uh, it's really it can be challenging from a standpoint of planning one for the wedding. And then honestly, you know, in your lives together, money can be one of the most stressful topics going forward. So today we want to kind of take some time and deep dive into budgeting for the wedding and try and demystify it as much as possible. Yes. Yeah. So no, I know Lindsay, you had you'd been throwing around some ideas about that. So what do you think is is your kind of number one, you know, ready to go thought on budgets? With with budgets, my you know, there's so many things out there that like people can download, and I feel like that's kind of frustrating, as as most vendors probably know, for a bride to come in and say, well. This, you know, on Pinterest, I found this guide that says that I should spend exactly this because it's like it doesn't know what city you live in. It doesn't know what, Mm -hmm. you know, the normal areas have. Um, And I feel like you kind of need to prioritize, too. So, like, if your dress, you know, and and your photographer, you know, your cake and your flowers, whatever your priorities are, I feel like you kind of need to, um, I don't know, you just kind of need to be a little more open minded than a lot of those things kind of. And flexible. Yeah. Like, uh, it drove me insane when someone's like, I only have, you know, right, 20,000 for the wedding, and it's going to cost another 1500 to get your dream photographer. But you have to kind of play that game of, all right, well, we need 1500. So let's not get a photo booth, or let's not do this. You know, there's, you got to kind of prioritize what's Mm -hmm. most important. And with your overall budget, sit down with your fiance and say, okay, this is this is what's important to us. And, and you have to think there's things that come up that are expensive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and there are so many ways to be flexible too. If you think about it, if you don't care where you get married and Lindsay, I love that you said, you know, the different costs of things are very area to area. And we're not just talking yeah. like, you know, New York city versus Ohio, you know, obviously that's going to be dramatically different, but even, you know, getting married in, you know, downtown Cleveland versus like a suburb or downtown Toledo versus, you know, somewhere a little outside of that. Um, even uh, I've had weddings that I've done in like uh, Fremont, which is kind of a middle point between 
Hey, anybody who's not in Ohio is going to say, like, what, where? It's like <laughs> yeah. middle Ohio. Just random place in Ohio. Um, They've got the Whirlpool factory. No, wait, uh, they that's do. Clyde. No, that's, that's Clyde. Clyde. That's... But near Clyde. So think, think Clyde, <laughs> yeah. but not Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a Whirlpool appliance, it probably came from Ohio. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so the different places, it's really very interesting to me when I talk to couples. And, you know, a very comparable venue will be dramatically different costs. You know, if you drive 20 minutes, it's, yeah. it's crazy to me. Right. Well, also just like having the conversation before you start planning. I mean, there'll be times when I would, I would tour a couple with a venue and I'd ask, okay, what's your budget? Oh, I don't know. You know, you, you have to, <laughs> before you sit down and plan a wedding, you know, you, you look at the area. I mean, there's definitely a lot of charts out there that say the average cost of a wedding. I think in this area, it's like 15,000 or 20,000. Mm-hmm. maybe a little higher but either way you need to look at that and realistically think okay how much is this and, and get a budget with your fans so before you're meeting with vendors you have a number to tell them you know yeah yeah at least have a number in mind <laughs> right right <laughs> so as far as as far as prioritizing like obviously during our our engagement part one episode we talked about the first thing you want to book is your venue because that's usually what books out the farthest ahead um but I mean, as far as, as being flexible and things like that, you know, what do you guys think about um, like different, I guess, in venue selection? How do you how do you think about being flexible? I think, I mean, personally, when from working in a venue, um, you can be flexible as times you're going to get married. I know certain days are cheaper for venues or also, you know, if you're going to be um, picky on food, the price goes up on food and a lot of venues require in-house catering. So when it comes to venues, if you're walking in there and saying, I need prime rib and I need it plated and I need, you know, a full bar, but your budget doesn't equal that, <laughs> you have to kind of be a little yeah. bit realistic, I guess, is the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you so want prime rib, prime rib plated for $12 a head, right? Yeah. I've, I'm not even kidding. I've heard that. And I just, I don't know what no, to say. come on. Yeah, I heard, I heard a uh, full bar with like prime rib and they wanted like a fish or something. And they're like, yeah, is that under $20? And I'm like, oh my God, no. no. Like, unless you go to your parents' backyard and like grill it, then no. Like- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. Well, and Lindsay, you do this for the photography too. And I'm sure court you do too with hair. I mean, mm-hmm. people have no idea the cost. No. They have no idea. They don't. They definitely right. do not. Yeah. So maybe step one would be kind of getting out there and looking and seeing what things cost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes people have this like grand idea of like, well, I'm going to do everything myself and I'm just going to keep the costs way down low. And then, you know, really, I think where the cost inflates is when you start adding all a huge guest list. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like every person you add is another 20 to $60, depending on where you're getting married and what your food is. So I think too, coming up with a guest list first because then you know what kind of venue you need and then you can narrow it down at least that's that's where I would start you know if you have a number then you know what venues are going to fit that number and then you can kind of shop around and see what the costs for the different venues are what's included and then I think really from there start picking like your I would say your top five priorities like what are the most important things to you on your wedding day and where are you going to spend your money as whereas where are you going to like you know maybe not spend as much on the favors or the photo booth or things like that so that's mm-hmm. my my mm-hmm. take on it 
Who yeah, knows? Great. I, I've never, I've never gotten married, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> but but you're 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 wedding adjacent, so that counts. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that makes sense, though, because you know you could go into a a venue and it's a it holds four hundred people, and you might not even have two hundred people, mm-hmm. and so it might not work. You know, it might not fit. And then you know you're mm-hmm. looking at the cost of it, and it's like way overpriced or vice versa. So I think really kind of figuring out what kind of wedding you want, mm-hmm. what size wedding you're going to have, and then kind of start to find the vendors that are going to fit what you need, obviously. And then be yeah. flexible along the way to, you know, figure out what time of year you're going to get married because that always mm-hmm. comes to play uh, in cost. So, Yeah. Sam, what would you say, being, being a former venue coordinator, what would you say is the price difference from an uh, on-season wedding to an off-season wedding? And then, like, say, you know, let's let's go best case scenario, worst case scenario. So a couple wants to get married at the height of wedding season on a Saturday evening. That's pretty much the top price point, right? Yeah. I mean, you're easily looking at, for an average 200 to 250 person wedding for this area, 25000 Okay. Wow. I mean, and that's that's a full bar, you know, or a decent bar, mm-hmm. um, a, a full meal. Um, and I, I, you know, but that that's easy if for... And most weddings are 250 plus people wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're going to, you know, maybe do a Friday night, you know, not have crazy meal choices, maybe just beer and wine, mm-hmm. you can, you can go underneath 10,000. Um, it, what, it's again, that drastic? if, you know, if you cut things down though, I mean, I, I know beer and wine, maybe it's only an hour, hour or two that you serve mm-hmm. it. Um, and then you do a cash bar. That's an easy way to cut. Okay. Um, especially a Friday, not really, a lot of people aren't really willing to like, binge drink <laughs> more as like you know you know what I mean like it's just like if you're gonna on Saturday you kind of want to get stuff done whereas Sunday's almost like oh well I can recover that's that's the day of quiet and I don't know that's just the vibe I always got was the throwaway Friday. Day. yeah like yeah. Friday was more of like older couples who just want a more low-key night and and that's where I saw people saving a lot of money because they just didn't go crazy and wow. and venues have a lot less minimums you have to meet on Fridays. So like I know for my past venues it was ten to fifteen thousand more to have it on a Saturday versus a Friday. Man. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly didn't know it was that big of a difference. Especially off season. Ooh, I'm telling you, January weddings are the way to go sometimes. <laughs> you guys hear that? Yeah, I actually I had I had I think three inquiries for January that kind of fell through. And so I was kinda I don't actually have any weddings booked this month. Woohoo! It's a nice break, though. <laughs> it, it is a nice break, yeah. But but the the flip side is, like I said, this past I was telling you guys earlier uh, this past weekend I booked four weddings for um, the summer. So it's it is we you know booking season, engagement season. Mm-hmm. Well, and those change so much too. Like we say, you know, June and September are the busiest months, but it's changing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. completely yeah. moving towards the end of the year. Um, yeah. So, you know, when you get engaged and you're thinking, oh, that's off season or on season, you, you kind of have to check what the current vibe is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Cool. So so when we're talking about the, the budgeting, you know, we've talked about kind of selecting how to be flexible with your, your venue, what to think of first. Courtney, I love your point about, you know, thinking about the size of what you're going to have, because that's going to direct a lot of where you're going and inform a lot of those choices. So, you know. Who, who else talking about the budget? You know, is it just the couple? Are they getting the parents involved? Are they getting grandparents involved? You know, in your guys' experience, who all who all is coming to the table? Mm. 
I feel like it depends. A lot of it depends on age of the couple. Cause I feel like a lot of the younger, um, couples, you know, they do turn to parents, they do turn to different people. Um, I feel like sometimes as they get older, it's, it's more on the couple and, you know, maybe, maybe the parents are covering one or two, you know, different things and, and that's kind of it. So I think it just kind of depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry, the feed cut out, so I don't know if I missed something, but I was going to say that when you first get engaged in a parent, I've seen a lot of situations where the couple, you know, may, maybe says the parents say something like, we want to help. And the couples are terrified to talk to the parents about what help means. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, I think honesty is huge and just upfront, you know, having that conversation because that's going to help the whole process versus having an awkward conversation when you're in yeah. front of a bridal salon and saying, okay, so how much do I have for my dress? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's am I getting warmer? Am I getting colder? Hey, right. More dumb. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've, I've met with couples for hours and then I said, okay, so are we signing? And it's, well, we've talked to our parents because they're paying for everything. Like, why aren't mm. they here? You know, like why, yeah. um, if they're going to be involved, make them involved right away. I mean, obviously don't lose sight of your wedding, but include the people who are writing the check mm-hmm. for sure. I yeah, agree. absolutely. I had a, I had a really interesting couple, uh, that was, uh, it was, uh, one of them had had three marriages. One of them had four marriages and, um, wow. and it was, but it was very interesting that they had, I mean, they were both in their early fifties, lovely, lovely people. Their kids paid for the wedding because their kids thought that they were destined for each other. I mean, this was, this was crazy. They, um, she had his, his mom's old cell phone number because they recycled the numbers and like, you know, his mom had passed away some years ago and like she had gotten a new cell phone and she had his cell phone number. And it turned out that she was one of the nurses that had been like at his mom's side during Aww. her. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. It was That's so a nuts. Movie. That's a yeah. Yeah, that is. Hallmark movie. Yeah. Oh. But so they had actually gotten together through their kids connecting them. And so their, their adult children, um, decided to pay for the wedding. So that was super cool. And that was at this. That is cool. Really nice uh, winery between here and Fremont. But Fremont seems to be the theme for the evening. I don't know. Shout out to my Fremont people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I actually know people in that area. And you're right. There's not a lot going on out there. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, glad they're, I'm glad it's getting some publicity. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm trying to remember what the name of the winery is because it was a really... Um, no, no. That's um, that's all the way up on the lake. Um, that's oh. at Port and Clinton. Yeah. Damn. Thought I was close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not from here. <laughs> I was just. I, you were just. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I'm from out town. Yeah. I've lived here ten years, but I still use that excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I'm gonna think about that. I'm gonna have to come back to that one because that was. It was. I will definitely give them a shout out because that was really good. Um. Oh, the other thing I forget what we were talking about, but um, when you are done talking to parents and figuring out the long term versus short term can save you a lot of money or obviously the, the opposite. Um, so that's something you want to think about too. Cause I know with venues, venue wise, if you go to them last minute and you know, they want to fill in a quick spot, you can get a lot of good deals that way. Oh, really? Oh. So kind of like uh, opposite of surge pricing. Yeah. So, I mean, on, as people have come to me in less than a month, I mean, Lindsay and I have shared a couple like this. Oh um, yes, we have. They literally, what, it was three months, three months away, I think. And it was, happened to be a Saturday that we were free and I knew we weren't really going to book anything. So I gave them a good deal. Um, that's just kind of something to keep in mind when, you know, shopping mm. around. 
So what you're saying is that procrastinators can actually make out well? If um, you hit it on, yeah, it, it, I mean, it could, it could screw you over <laughs> if you wait too long and there's no Saturdays available. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but if but, the stars align. Yeah. I still okay. understand how we are both available for that wedding, Lindsay. I still, it shocks me. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he came to me two weeks before and he, and it yeah. was in July and he was like, Hey, are you open? And I mean, July for us isn't usually busy just cause it's warmer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Actually, we are. It is just kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like like my elopement in uh, back in December. And the, the yeah. couple texted me, "Hey, are you available this afternoon?" Well, like, oddly enough, sure. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, um, if you're engaged for a short amount of time, you're not necessarily like, having as many details, and you're not having mm-hmm. as many. I don't know. You're not like walking around bridal shows and thinking, "Oh, I need the you know the menu with the sleeve over it and all that fun stuff." Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So it almost lets you be more flexible because you don't have so many things concretely decided. You're kind of like just, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Right. I mean, for like, for like Courtney, I mean, and Lindsay, I mean, I guess you you guys can't really like drop prices like that necessarily because you're still doing the same amount of work. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, if someone comes to me last minute, like they either want me to do their hair or they're not, they don't, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so for that reason, I haven't really ever changed my price. Um, but going back to what you were saying about, uh, like short term booking, I also feel like if you are planning a wedding in a very short amount of time, I almost feel like, because I've seen this, uh, my brother actually, when you have a short amount of time to book, uh, vendors for a wedding, you actually don't have all of that, um, extra time to spend like extra money. Yeah. So you know, you're really focused on like, okay, a venue, a photographer, the things that are important to you. So I also feel like that's another uh, advantage of not just getting good deals, but also just like kind of like curating exactly what you want for your wedding. And then you're not just like, you don't have all this time on your hands and spending all this extra money on things that might not be important to you in the end. Mm-hmm. Scrolling through Pinterest, like, what else do I need? <laughs> right, exactly. I need that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's kind of like priority by necessity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's what's important, yeah. what's a priority, you know, mm-hmm. and then anything extra is a bonus. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a, almost like a, a time management thing where uh, there's the old adage that a project will take exactly as long as you give it. So if you, mm-hmm. you give yourself eight weeks, it'll yep. take eight weeks. But if you give yourself three days, it'll take three days. Well, and yeah. I feel like people get so stressed out because they don't, they're not looking at what's important. They're stressing about the things that are the details that really people aren't going to notice. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. I mean, I understand if you're, uh, if the church double books you, now that is something to get stressed over or if yeah. the photographer doesn't show up or whatever, but you know, if the flower isn't the right shade of, you know, pink or whatever, yeah. like those things are not going to decipher whether or not your marriage is going to last. You know, those yeah. are not <laughs> important at the end of the day. I want salmon, not gonna... coral. <laughs> right. Nobody's exactly. going to notice too, you know, for the different things like the flowers or if the cake's not exactly what you were, what you were, you know, envisioning, mm-hmm. I feel like nobody's going to notice but you. And that's something that I always kind of tell the brides too. I'm like, don't let it bring your whole day down. If yeah, it's right. the wrong color pink, like it's fine. It's yeah. unfortunate how many conversations I've had about like, just because you're not having purple napkins, like you're still going to get married. Like you're still, right. and <laughs> your day right. I, I literally have had brides call me like, my color's not available anymore. And I'm like, okay, and? your fiance's good still. Like, all right, <laughs> right. good. Yeah. We're going to move right? on. And mm-hmm. yeah. well, it's just, but that again, a short term 
pro is you don't lose sight and get all caught up in all these details. You just you get it done, you plan it, and you're married. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. then in the same boat, you don't have uh, maybe you don't get the photographer you want, or you don't get the venue you want, or mm-hmm. you don't get the dress you want because you have to order dresses way in advance. So it's a toss up. You have to really kind of figure out. Okay, well, what do I want, and how many people do I have, and you know, just kind of hopefully. I guess prepare for the worst and pray for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other and thing some- with the sorry, the other thing with the the long engagement is uh, like Jody and I had a oh man, I'm stretching my memory here. Um, Ten years ago, we had a three year engagement. Uh, it was a long mm-hmm. engagement, but we paid for a lot of the wedding ourselves, and so that allowed us the time to you know save up the money and and you know find you know do some DIY things and and be a little a little thrifty where we could. Um, we were, <laughs> I was still a college student at the time, and so we may or may not have printed all of our programs out in the university computer labs. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, That's amazing. So <laughs> it was so shady. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, and the, and the invitations, too. Uh, we bought nice uh, cardstock, and I ran it through the university printers. That's awesome. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> hey, you pay tuition, in my opinion. That's true. Print that. yeah. Keep printing. That's fine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, true that, story. that is true about the long engagement. If if you're those details and the dream is really, you know, in depth and you, you can have all that time to plan and, and that way you have the perfect day. So there's nothing like, you know, we, we're kind of joking about the, all the little details. There's nothing wrong if that's important to you, but you do need to extend the time of planning and budget needs to grow a little bit if that's your mm-hmm. dream and that's what is important mm-hmm. to you. So it's kind um, of knowing knowing what is important to you guys first and foremost is going to is going to kind of set the tone knowing if you need a long engagement or a short engagement mm-hmm. yep yeah and don't forget the honeymoon like yes i feel i'm a strong component of if you want to go on a honeymoon include it in your wedding budget because you're disappointed and sad when you just mm-hmm. go home after the wedding if you really wanted a honeymoon mm-hmm. you know what do you guys think of honey fund what is that Oh, fun for the honeymoon. Ooh, okay, cool. Here's something that I've seen. Um, so it, <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> it's it's neat. It's like a GoFundMe for the honeymoon, and it's cool because you can put it in your, um, say, you know, we don't want gifts, and especially couples that have lived together for a while, so they don't need like the household things. Um, what you can do is do a honey fund. I, I got. I think that's the website name too. I but think so. Yeah. And. Say, hey, we're going to Hawaii, you know, help us by donating to this, that, or the other. And so, like, my friends, Justin and Greg, um, they had one. And you could, you know, donate $100, and they got to swim with dolphins. And they would send you pictures of that activity because you sponsored that activity. Uh, And so, it was Mm kind of cool because, you know, almost like a Kickstarter where at certain levels you get certain things. And so, that was kind of cool because that helped them pay for their honeymoon. That's awesome. That is cool. I know I've seen the little like boxes at the reception where it's like honeymoon fund and people put like money in it, but that's a cool idea. If people could like put the you know gifts towards it. You know what it reminds me of too. Kind of, um, I know that we talked about this in the last recording uh, about how millennials are seeing more value in experiences than materials, and I feel mm-hmm. like that kind of goes along with the same, um, I guess, thought process. Like you know, contribute to this amazing experience, this amazing vacation that we're going to take as our first time being husband and wife, instead of buying us the KitchenAid mixer or the pots and pans or the china or whatever, you know, Yeah. which I think is pretty cool. I like Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, very much so. Cool. You just got to know your fiance and know 
I mean, from the start, just have open communication and a very good plan when going into this process because that's yeah. going to help make it way easier. Anybody yes. who's going to be involved in the budgeting, anybody who's going to be involved in that, develop the open communication. Go to go to a counselor and if you need to, and and, and develop communication skills. And because <laughs> because yeah, don't walk up to grandma and be like, "So how much are you giving me?" You know, yeah, right. you know. <laughs> mm, yeah, a little more tact than that. But right. but it is. I mean, money and budgeting absolutely is one of the biggest stressors that that people face. Uh, you know, they say that something like seventy five percent of divorces happen over money. So, Mm -hmm. you know, get yourself off on the right foot, have open communication about it, develop a plan, have realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. And be flexible. Have the hard conversations so that later on it's everything's easy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And before, before we wrap up, I do want to say I looked it up and I found the name of that winery and I do want to give them a (laughs) plug. Nice. (laughs) It's the the Chateau Tabot. Yes. Okay. Love that place, and they had an April wedding, and the uh, we did it in the gazebo, and it was stunning. Oh my gosh! Where is who doesn't place? love wine? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's uh, it's off of Route Six. Um, is it? I think the the address is actually technically like uh, Helena, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, like when you're going from Bowling Green to like Fremont, like that's that yeah. weird country highway. Yes, that weird country highway. <laughs> Why I make know, it sound like a horror film. <laughs> it's, I'm a city girl, so it's still weird for me to be driving through planes of you know nothing. But I do. It, there's a sign off that road, and it says point to, to the right, right when coming yeah. from BG. Yes, yeah. Oh. You go, so you actually pass that. That's that little little town. Um, it's you know again. It's you know the road. The the highway is 55, 55, and then for like 30 feet, there's a town where it goes down to 35, and then. It's like the first right after you go back up to 55, it takes you to that winery. Really nice. Um, the wine that I had there was very, very tasty, but it is a beautiful, cute little venue. Huh. Hmm. All right. In the little countryside of the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> Tucked away, a little boutique. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's real nice. Look nice. no further than Fremont, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you take anything away from today. <laughs> blink, you'll miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we sure covered a lot of ground in this discussion, so we hope you found some great information to take away and apply. Thanks again for listening. We know that there are a lot of podcasts out there, and we're so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Next week, we'll be publishing another mini-episode horror story. This one comes from Sam. She's going to tell us about a wedding where there were some unexpected guests of the superhero persuasion. We hope you'll love hearing about Batman and Groomsmen on next week's episode of Your I Do Group. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. This is Samantha Bean. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram or by hashtagging Toledo Talktales. And this is Courtney Majors, and you can find me on Instagram at This is Courtney Ann. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback, so if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers! Cheers. 
music credits are as follows. Song title, I Wanna Get Married, by artist D Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.